What's up, guys? Happy Friday. Welcome to Titan Lifestyle with Big Drew. That's right. Titan Lifestyle every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Me and John do this. We talk about therapy of the week, questions and answers, um, crazy topics that we pick out, and also Titan oh, yeah. events. Yes. So in the course of this, guys, get your questions ready. Last week was great with the yes. questions. Last week, you yes. guys asked so many good questions, we couldn't get to our topics, which is actually a good thing. So absolutely. get your questions ready. We'll be ready to answer them. And this, yep, just tighten lifestyle. Yeah, absolutely. So get your questions in. Of course, we got some people here in Tampa, hot and cloudy in Tampa. Legend, swag, we appreciate it. Lady Hawk, how you doing? Everybody join us on TikTok, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, and YouTube. What's going on, guys? All right, so we might as well start off. And any questions you guys have about getting bigger, leaning out, Workout programs, nutrition, or anything else as far as therapy-wise, from hormone replacement therapy, medical weight loss, vitamin acid injectable therapies, rejuvenation detox, libido enhancers, peptide therapies, blood work, everything nationwide service to you guys. So let's talk about the first one, and uh, maybe this will get some things going here. Victoria Bombshell, what's going on, girl? Right. Oh, here we go. What's your guys' opinion on RAD 140? I'm starting my first cycle on Monday. Any tips? All right, so Rad 140. Um, at this point, you know, I, I, the people that have taken Rad 140, I've seen some people get some sort of result, but at that point, I don't think it's the best way to go, right? Yeah. And what are you really trying to achieve by taking Rad 140? Are you really trying to put on muscle or lean out on this? A lot of people I know are, are trying to put on lean muscle, and at that point, I would think I would go another way. Now, with this... You know, you're talking about other things that could happen, maybe shutting down your system and stuff like that. So really, really take that for what it is. You yeah. got to balance that out. You know, are the, the benefits going to be worth, you know, the potential side effects or, or down salute? One thing I've seen, too, with the Brad 140 or other other um, peptides and things you could order from, quote, you know, research companies and this and that is people think just because they can go online and order it and it's legal, um, that it's going to be safe. So what they do is, and the bodybuilding, bodybuilding side of it, I've seen, I've seen or heard of people that are like, yeah, I don't want to do something that's you know going to be damaging to my system that's illegal. Mm -hmm. So I'll order some of this and I'll just take twice as much. Yeah. But by taking twice as much, you're having more problems than doing the thing that was illegal, mm -hmm. or or you it's not you know on your blood work. So yeah. just because it's you could buy it, you know through a website or through wherever you're getting it does not mean that taking more of it is always better. So I think MK677 is a much better alternative. Yep. Yep. Uh, it's gonna do basically the same thing. Um, you know, just like John said, it's not gonna shut you down. So you, that's what we talked about a little bit last week or the week before. A lot of things, you'll feel great. Oh, it was so good, it was so good. We'd stop taking it, mm -hmm. now you're shut down. And that's when people yep. start to become addicted to things. Yep because they get addicted to the feeling. Yeah. So it's kind of like if you could take like, you know, a hardcore drug that someone's taking, they feel great when they take it. They stop taking it, they have withdrawals, and now they need to take it. So why not take something like MK where if you stop mm -hmm. it, you're not going to have like a crazy shutdown. Mm -hmm. And plus your IGF one of those uh, levels are going to be increased a lot more with MK677 and RAD140. So guys, just be safe. Just because you're getting stuff that legally doesn't mean you can take a lot of it. And there's stuff that you could buy at the, at the grocery store that will mess mm -hmm. you up. You read the labels, make sure you know what you're putting in your body. So Swaggy, uh, now RAD140 is a SARM. So it's a select energy receptor modulator. Now this is probably definitely going to shut down your natural production. So at that point, I don't think it'd be worth it. I know you're supposed to get anabolic gains on this, 90 to one ratio, the whole nine. Um, but I, it just like I said, there's other ways to do what you want to do. 
without possibly shutting down your natural production. And if your production is already low, um, then you might want to optimize or get it you know, fixed, right? So that's something you might want to look at through blood work. But definitely I would stay away from this and, and start something that's not going to shut down your natural production. It's still going to give you the benefit of building muscle. Yeah. And all too, it's, it's kind of like the, one of the newer things that have come around the past couple of years. So because it's new, everyone's going to say it's great. Everyone's going to say it works. But it's not something that's, you know, like like creatine or something that's been proven for 30, 40 years to work. This is something that, like, you know, it's the new thing. You know, guys want to take something, they go order it online. So in a couple of years from now, I can't see Rad 140 being as popular as it is right now. Mm-hmm. Again, it's just something new that people can take. And, again, if you could feel great when you're on it, that's one thing. But you're going to have to stop it one day. And the longer you take it, the worse it's going to be when you stop. Yeah, so, I mean, even even in Marker, I'm going to come right back to you in a second. Um, so Herm Green on TikTok said, I took bloods after two months rad cycle. My levels were 94 uh, milligrams per deciliter. It, it's dangerous stuff, wow. right? And this is what I'm talking about. Shutting down your natural production and going all the way back down to and 94 94s. is nothing. And listen, I remember when I first had my testosterone uh, checked after you know doing some things and stuff like that, it was 98 total. And at that point, I had to go on to it for the rest of my life. Now, you don't want to do that for sure. So, you know, I, SARMs, everybody thinks like, oh, it's, it's, it's lesser than steroids, like testosterone or whatever. It's really not. Yeah. I mean, it's, it was supposed to be hyped like that. Like, hey, listen, you know, it's going to give you all the androgen effect without the aromatization of, of estrogen and all this other good stuff. But it still shuts you down. So you might as well, I mean, you're, you're taking this, and a lot of people take this orally. Mm-hmm. Um, or at that point, some of them can be injected. Um, but you're still going to get the natural production because you shut down. But if it's orally, you're still going to put stress on the liver too as well. And I see a lot of liver functions going through the roof on that. So, yeah. Okay, then. Uh, he's asking what's a good MK677 dose. Again, everybody's different. Yeah. Um, I know standard. I, I'm not even going to say. What I would take, what's on my uh, prescription, I believe, is 25 milligrams. Yeah. So that's what I take. That's what I'm prescribed off of yeah. my blood work and this and that. So. Just give you guys an idea if you guys are doing it on your own at Kimbo Slice. If you're doing it on your own or this and that, just make sure, um, you know, it's better to go through someone and figure out if you even need that much. But for me personally, my prescription is 25 milligrams. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, at that point, yeah, 25 milligrams is what's usually prescribed for patients here. Um, And that's what the clinical study was based on, 25 milligrams. And that usually boosts IGF-1 levels pretty good. And it's going to increase hunger hormones. So at that point, the G-relin hormone is going to be increased. So just make sure you're set up for that success um, and get straight. Yeah, I've seen 12.5 as well. I've heard of people taking 12.5. I'm not sure if doctors are giving that, but I've just heard, you know, people personally, they'll take 12.5. But uh, again, just go off of whatever your medical provider. Obviously, if you come to Titan, it's better. Yeah. But uh, just make sure you do it the right way. Yeah, swaggy. Uh, so MK677 does not need PCT. It's not a SARM. Yeah. It's actually a peptide. So at that point, um, it's only going to you know, increase IGF-1 levels and, and as far as that goes, stimulate that. Um, but nothing as far as testosterone shutting down or going up or going down. Uh, Marka, CR. So I found out about your program through Skell. Jason Skelton, big shout out to him. It seems to be more on gaining mass. Do you have programs that focus on getting lean? So we have programs for everything. For getting lean, um, gaining mass, just feeling better all the way through and through, improving quality of life. Um, you know, So anything that makes you feel better, look better, perform better, that's what we do. So we have programs for all of that. It just so happens that some of these people are talking about building mass on here. Yeah. So at that point, yeah. you know, we're, we're just answering the questions that are, that are being shot out at us. 
Yeah, also, if you check out the show, Titan Talk on Tuesday, John has a show on Tuesday, too. It's a little bit, uh, I mean, I'm on here now, so a lot of people are asking questions about bodybuilding and this and that, but check out his show on Tuesday, too. He's got a lot of good info on there. It's not so much, you know, get big and this and that. But, yeah, semi-glutide, terzapeptide, oh, ECA, yeah. uh, oh, Stack yeah. Plus, AOD, 96 Orb. We have plenty of stuff that will make you lose weight yep. and plenty of stuff that actually lean you out with, without losing your muscle, too. So sometimes people just want to lose weight. They don't really care about the muscle. Sometimes people want to hold on to the muscle. But, yeah, we can do both. Absolutely, 100%. Um, Amanda Nooks, what's up? Uh, how you doing? All right, so Fit Friends on TikTok said, what about vintage muscle fake tests? I don't know. I don't even know what vintage muscle is. Was that some sort of underground lab or something like that? If it's called a fake test, I mean, anything that that, that right there should tell you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is this? What is vintage muscle? Vintage muscle. Uh, oh, he's calling it fake test. Yeah, okay. Oh, I got what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fake testosterone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, probably listen that's why you go through a, a medical provider that goes to a real life pharmacy so you get real medication because at that point you don't want to be messing around or guessing on what you're getting here so uh, you'll never have to do that thanks it's crazy cra- sorry I don't mean to cut you no, off but it's crazy because I hear people say they don't want to take um, they'll order fake testosterone online but then they'll you know not be concerned with the food they're eating like, yeah. you know like, like, like all these fake genetically modified foods yep they're, they'll eat any type of food, but yeah. then they're worried about taking something online. Like, it's kind this of backwards. This is true. Like, if you're really worried true. about something being fake, why are you eating fake food? Yep, this is true. Yeah. Then they'll take a, a Red Bull and a vodka. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like nothing. <laughs> Projector Pathfinder. Do gains made while using peptides stay after stopping? Good yes. question. Yes. That's a good question. So it's not like testosterone where, like, if you stop testosterone per se, that, you know, your levels might drop. If you don't do the right things, your levels are going to drop and you're probably going to lose all the gains that you, you wanted to get. And you got. So at that point, peptides, no. So peptides are there to stay. So whatever you get, you get. And that's what it is. One thing I've seen where people, uh, they think that the gains stop is because they live a certain lifestyle while they're taking these peptides mm-hmm. or HRT. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as they stop, their lifestyle changes. And then they're like, oh, I lost all my gains. No, you didn't lose your gains. It's just... Lost your ability to go to the gym. Your consistency. And you lost, you know, you lost your uh, your meal schedule. So try to keep the same regimen that you had when you were taking your therapies. When you yeah. stop, then we don't have to worry about it. Yeah. If you're like, yeah, I'm taking my MK and HRT, so I got to make sure I take my meals, make sure I get my rest, and go to the gym. Once you stop your MK and whatever else you're doing, keep doing them. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> that's what people are like. Oh yeah, every time I stop. Uh, taking my therapies, I, I feel a little off. Um, it's because you're not working out, because you're not doing the things that kept you feeling good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Junior, does HCG actually work while on gear? So, yes. So, for this point, um, HCG will help um, mimic the LH hormone and basically make sure that your testosterone doesn't natural, the natural production doesn't shut down per se. It's kind of tricking the body. And semen production doesn't lower. Actually, it will stimulate semen production while you're on testosterone. So, um, yeah, ACG is definitely something you can use for abdominal therapy and clomiphene is another one that we use um, for our programs with our patients. So if they're on testosterone, they're going to get in clomiphene yeah. or orcispeptin if they want to get that. And as far as an injectable, usually it's in clomiphene, which is a capsule. I take it. I know Drew takes it. And yeah. A lot, majority of the patients do because it's, it's very simple and easy to do, and you can do it on the go. Anywhere, you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, having it in the fridge or anything like that, especially for traveling, that's the best. Yeah, especially, too, with HCG. Um, when you take HCG while on gear, and what he means by gear is probably some type of form of testosterone, your testosterone.
testosterone's already really high. By throwing HCG in there, your testosterone's going up a lot higher, yep. which means your estrogen is going to go through the roof. HCG is it can it can drastically uh, increase your estrogen. So if you're not taking a nastrozole or tamoxifen or whatever you're prescribed, your estrogen is going to go higher. So that's another. I always talk about the advantages of enclomiphene over HCG. First of all, it's a cap, so you don't have to you don't have to constitute it. You don't have to keep it in the fridge. It's easy to take, mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry about estrogen go through the roof. So if you're one of those guys that gets sore nipples, estrogen related side effects, you know, gyno, certain things like that, mm-hmm. I would stay away from ACG altogether. Absolutely, and I would just take glomaphene. Absolutely, um, yeah. So Pat Russo, big shout out to you. I appreciate it, brother. Buying a badge, anybody that buys badges or stars or diamonds on TikTok, whatever uh-huh. it is, we appreciate you guys. Thank you. Junior got another good question. Yeah. So can you use HCG to increase fertility to help with having a baby, or should you hop off gear? So with testosterone. So if a patient was on testosterone with us, well, he wouldn't have to get off testosterone to be fertile for his partner. Um, that usually happens when somebody's not taking some sort of ABAC therapy like HCG or enclomiphene or kispeptin, and their natural production shuts down, seed production starts lowering, and it's harder for them to get their partner pregnant. It is absolutely going to help you increase your fertility while you're taking testosterone. Definitely. To get a baby. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. I, know plenty, I know plenty of guys that are 40, 50 years yeah. old, like, yeah, you know, I've been taking stuff for so long, I can't get my girl pregnant. And next thing you know, they take an HCG, and now, you know, they're 18-year-old son or daughter's off to college and now they're having another baby with the group. Oh, yeah. So to start the cycle all over yeah. again. Like the, but, uh, yeah, it definitely will give you, quote-unquote, super sperm. Uh, it's used, <laughs> ACG is actually used in reproductive medicine, yeah, too. So a lot of times, if, a lot of times, you know, if, if a guy, if his sperm count's low, they'll give him ACG so then he can, you know, do whatever he has to do. So, yeah, yeah you can. It's definitely going to make it super. Yeah. So be careful. For sure, 100%. I don't need to take anything for fertility. Do I need to cycle? No, that's what you want to do. I mean, I, you don't need to cycle anything. If you really need testosterone, you're on testosterone. You don't need to cycle off or on. Yeah. Doesn't really matter. If ACG, you're taking the right, sorry. If you're taking the right dose, you don't need to cycle yeah, off. Yeah, if you're taking it as you're supposed to. I know a lot of times people say, "Yeah, I can stay on testosterone all the time." Yeah. They're taking 100 milligrams or 200 HRT dose. Yeah. Then they jack it up oh. for, for whatever reason, oh. and they bring it back down again. Oh. So if you're taking it. The right way, yeah. HRT, you can yeah. consistently take it. But yeah, I, you don't yeah. want to be taking 100 milligrams through your medical provider. Then all of a sudden, one day, you're like, you know what? I'm going to take more. I want to do whatever. And then now they take, you know, five, six, seven hundred, and they go back down. Yeah. That's how you're going to get out of whack. Yeah. And you're going to be mood swings. You're going to feel like a woman, you know, going on their period. You're going to mm-hmm. be all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Don Pablo, uh, good one. Let's go up to there. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm on TikTok real quick and then we go back we got all these questions out thank you guys keep yeah. coming we're going to answer them yeah. Don Pablo said I'm 50 50 years old uh, testosterone is 200 milligrams HRT once a week so um, yeah so you have 200 milligrams a good dose for you 50 that's that's good but you know one thing that might optimize your treatment um, your therapy and just make sure you check with your medical provider at this because I never want to say hey listen do this and, and I'm not your medical provider but 200 milligrams I would split that dose if you can some people they take the one one week shot and at the end of the week they're filled down and out until the next one. You're like, oh yeah. yeah. If you if you split the dose, you're gonna be even keel and it's gonna be consistent as the way how you feel and your levels in your body of what's going on. Um, but like I said, check with your medical provider or anything like this. Um, but it, you'll feel better, I promise you, to do that. Yeah, because I've seen people that are always like, yeah, it doesn't make a difference. You know, half-life's a week or two. I could just take it all once a week or twice a week, and I get my blood work and everything goes back fine. Yeah, your blood work may come back with your levels, but yeah. you're going to feel like Johnson yeah. off. Yeah. Because you're going to be moody and in and out, in and out. So yeah. My schedule's Monday, Thursday, so just break down the week. Break it down the week. 
All right. So next one was looking to keep natural production. Best peptides for muscle gain and fat loss that are non-hormonal. So definitely MK677, CJC1295, and, and Ipromelin are going to be another good one. Um, muscle gain. MK is going to be your best peptide for muscle gain. Fat loss, there's different ones. And you can combine some of these different ones together. Like we were talking about the other day, like MK677, maybe like semi-glutide or AOD9604. Um, but at that point, you know, that's going to be something that you're going to have to work out as far as eating and make sure that you're all good there. But even IGF-1 therapy. IGF-1 would be great for muscle building and fat loss without the hunger effect. Also, too, Hercules Potion is not really known as, you know, a muscle builder. It's more of like, you know, a pump and this and that. But... If you take Hercules Potion, how you're supposed to, or just one ml a day with the, with all the aminos in there and the carnitine mm -hmm. and stuff, that's going to make you keep muscle and also gain muscle as well. So it's, it's not going to make you pack on the pound, so to speak, mm -hmm. but it's going to definitely help with you know building muscle. Absolutely. Um, all right. Is 361 IGF-1 levels normal for taking four IUs of GH? So this all depends, right? It depends on what lab you went to, the reference ranges, where that scale ends, and what those numbers are supposed to be. Now, uh, I don't know, you know, two IUs, four IUs, are you taking prescription growth hormone? This this really, you really can't put a dot on it. But 361, if it was like a normal guy in LabCorp, that's going to be usually above range. Um, but like I said, it depends on your age and all that good stuff. So really couldn't tell you but if it's 361 it, the best thing i would look at is if listen if you look at the normal range on your blood test and you're high and how high are you uh, above that range of where it's at because that's going to tell you all right is there a proven method in mitigating hair loss while in cycle or is it 100 percent genetic so it is genetic portion Male pattern baldness genetics and when you start taking androgens yes you're going to put yourself at a higher risk especially if you have uh, male pattern baldness in your family, on your mother's side, your father's side, uh, it doesn't matter. Remember, things can skip generations, so even if your parents don't have hair loss or, or male pattern balding, then you could still have it. Um, and this could speed up the thing. Now, there are things that you can do. Now, the biggest thing that you see is, is you see a lot of bodybuilders and you're like, damn, like a lot of these guys are bald, right? Yeah. And the reason is because it depends on the doses you're taking too as well. Yeah, higher doses, true, yeah. higher DHT levels, the hydrotestosterone levels, less blood flow to the top of the head, nutrients, and kind of this is where yeah, it yeah. starts happening. The more edges as I see bodybuilders take, the, the less hair they have on their head and the more hair they have in their body. It's true. So, uh, it's true. Yeah, it's almost like a reversal effect. I started losing my hair probably, first shaved my head I think in 2006. Yeah. 2006 or seven, but I was I had a receded hairline even before that. I had like you know you know how the Rock has like the receded hairline. Yeah, I had that, and I would be saving it, saving it. Finally, one day I was like, man, I just take it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, it's been off this. for a while now, but yeah. Yeah, but, but luckily but, I'm in Florida, and it's a little bit easier. You know, you get yeah. a little sun on your head it doesn't look as crazy, but a lot of these guys that live in these cold weather states. Their head is like looks like a cue ball. It's like pearly it's white. Shiny, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so good question, and um, at that point. There are some different things you can do if to help. Um, we've got our hair health capsules. We've got a, a prescription hair foam. Um, I wouldn't take any finasteride, so stay away from that. Orally anyway, topically is one thing, but orally is a whole different ball, ball game as far as that goes. 
um, and injectable biotin that we have. That one in our hair health capsules have been worked wonders for a lot of people, guys and girls. Um, you know, Sharice has definitely used it, so I've seen it with her hair definitely grow back for sure. And a couple of the other people and patients that I know personally, obviously I talked to some of the patients that I don't see personally, mm-hmm. and they, they love it. So uh, definitely good ones if you want to do that or try to mitigate it as much as possible. What brand of test SIP 200 do y'all use for your clients? Or is it just house brand? It's not house brand, for Definitely sure. Definitely not house we brand. We don't make anything. It's so no bathtub concoctions yeah. over here. Yeah. Titan Medical yeah. Center don't make any kind of products as far as that in our, our medical center whatsoever. The pharmacies are U.S. licensed pharmacies, and they make all the products. Um, they do make uh, test SIP 200 milligrams and some other ones, an anthate and propionate and a little blend of cypionate propionate too as well. So, Yeah, when you get your bottle, all the info is going to be on there, the lot number, the list and that, yeah. the pharmacy, where it's coming from, everything's going to be on there. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've seen other places where <laughs> yeah, they say it. that they don't do in-house blends, but yeah. then they'll, show, they'll get a bottle of something and it'll literally just say what it is. Yeah, They'll say brew. testosterone cypionate, 200 milligrams per ml, <laughs> with no lot number, with no batch number, with no pharmacy. That's <laughs> it's right. just like, okay. Is this vegetable oil or is this testosterone sipping? Yeah, man. everything over here is one hundred percent legit. So, what's your what's your opinion on the best way to PCT if you're running five hundred milligrams of test mixed reviews? When to start it? So, at that point, listen. If you are doing something extracurricular like this by yourself, um, you know you're definitely gonna want a blood test. But you know, once you stop, you know. Uh, on testosterone, you might have, depending on the, the blender ester, seven to 14 days before the, it really does crash you down. Mm-hmm. So at that point, you're going to have to start, you know, you're going to have to start looking at some different things. And, and I can't give you the full enchilada of what you need to do, but you're going to have to look at some different things. And I would blood test first in about 14 to 15 days, see where everything's at. And then at that point, go from there and optimize. If you need help doing something like that, then you know, we can help in some ways, but, you know, we can't condone, you know, taking extracurricular things. So, um, you know, that's what I would do. I would blood test in about 14 to 15 days, see where I was at, and then kind of adjust from there. Also, how long were you running the 500 tests for? Yeah. Because if you're running it for a month, it's going to be a big difference as opposed to running it for five months. Yeah. Definitely. It'll put you farther in the hole. Or not farther in the hole, but the recovery is going to take a lot longer. Yeah. Aaron has asked, what's a good cycle to start with? So we really do cycles. So at that point, what's your age? What's your weight? What are you trying to achieve? And then we can start talking about maybe some therapies that we do offer that can help you out. Trump the beast. What's a good free testosterone level for women? Well, it really depends on what lab you go to and the reference range of what you're looking at. But usually even for a girl or a guy, 25 is going to be a, an optimal level. I think at the highest level that you would get, 25 to 50. Um, you know, it, it really depends. If it's 50 on there, then 50 is going to be the highest range, and I would go at least halfway in between of whatever the normal reference range is. That's a good question, too, because we always yeah. talk about male testosterone, range, yeah. range, but yeah. it's a good question. Yeah, it really depends. Mr. T and Derek Jeter, who's who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> how easy is it for me to switch my current prescription provider to you all? It's very simple and easy. Um, all we need is labs within 60 days. Um, at that point, if you're on testosterone, you don't have to stop. We just have to get the, the proof that you're on prescription testosterone, which we will look at the pharmacy or verify with the clinic that you're at. But after that, you just do the, you know, the visit, and you're good to go, man. We'll switch you right over, and you won't have a problem. 
average price for 10 ml bottle. So we don't do just 10 ml bottles of testosterone for patients. And it really depends on what you're prescribed because if you're prescribed 100 milligrams a week, you're only gonna get like a four or five ml vial because they're only, gonna they're only gonna prescribe you exactly what you need. They're not gonna prescribe you over. And I actually, the federal government is cracking down on this big time and the insurance companies have caught on to this a long time ago. And at that point, what they're doing is they're saying, listen, it's a controlled substance. Whatever they're prescribed for the month, they're to have for the month and nothing more. So at that point, that's what cuts down on the bottles, unless you're prescribed more, like 300 milligrams a week or whatever it is. Um, insurance companies have also went to one ammo vials. So it is right on the dot of what you would get every single week. Mm. There is not even a five ml, maybe you only had four weeks in a month. Yeah. If there's four weeks in that month, you get four vials of one ml, you have to crack open and, and take off. Yeah, it's like a, like an ampule. I, I call it ampule, little glass ampules. And you have I to, hate those things. And not only that, when you have that too, it's hard to suck every last drop out of there. Yeah. So sometimes you'll suck everything out of there and it'll be like 0.8. Like, wait a minute, where's my point two? And there's nothing yeah. you could do because no, it's all in there. Definitely. So if they make a thousand of those little ampules and that each one is 0. 0.8 yeah it's like they're no, no. losing yeah. yeah that sucks yeah junior we do offer a commercial brand hcg so it's not compound it is commercial uh we do offer for patients out there um if you want it for weight loss you can use it for that it does not require blood work um if you say you need it for hormones it's going to require blood work for sure 100 percent. all right what else we got here richard you're the best Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Sonia, Fearless, Johnny, Shauna Purcell, what's going on? She always usually got some good yeah. questions too as well. She's always tuning in. Got to shout you out there. Shauna, if you want a shirt or anything like that, tank top, let me know. I'll have somebody send one out to you. All right. So uh, let's go on to our first topic unless we have some more questions coming in. All right. So fuel the burn. Why only fat loss fools train on an empty stomach? Yes, I'm a firm believer in this, so I had to pick this as a topic. A lot of times, especially now when everybody's doing this fasting and intermittent fasting and all this stuff, Yeah, I don't ever believe it's good to go to work out, whether you're just doing cardio or working out on an empty stomach. Uh -huh. um, your body's going to start burning protein as its fuel source, and you're going to lose muscle. Um, it's basically like driving a car with no gas in it, so... Um, a lot of times, especially in the bodybuilding community, it's like, yeah, hardcore, I have to get up, I have to be I have to be in a bad mood, I gotta do my cardio, I have to burn, I feel like it's better to put fuel in the tank. And even the research on it shows that it's no better. If you're gonna have a, it's, if you wanna lose weight, you have to be in a calorie deficit. So as long as you're in a calorie deficit, it's not gonna matter if you um, eat before you work out True. for your daily goals. True. And not only that, when you don't eat before you train, Mm -hmm. Once you're done training, it's gonna it's gonna take longer to recover because you're putting yourself farther in a hole. So now you're farther from recovery, you're farther from it's just a bad situation. So people start doing it, and they're like, yeah, I'm losing weight, I'm losing weight, but it's not really. You, you might be losing muscle, you might right. be losing everything you worked right. hard for. Right. So even fasted cardio, that people think, oh, I'm not training today, I'm just doing cardio. Fasted cardio, why not just get your calories in a deficit for your daily calorie intake? That way you can eat, feel better while you're doing your cardio, yeah. and you're not going to have to worry about you know losing that yeah. protein. Because yeah. if you don't have anything in your body, there's nothing for it to fuel. Yes. So it's going to start pulling. You yeah. know, it's going to start pulling from the protein. It's going to pull, pull. That's why a lot of times people have fat or carbohydrates. If you have fat and carbohydrates, now your body's using that as a uh, as a fuel source. Right. But when you have nothing, it just literally starts. It's gonna it's gonna ruin everything. So especially now with all this cardio, intermittent fasting, and 
Now, if it's for a religion, I have a friend of mine. Certain times of year, he can't eat from the sun up to sundown. Yeah, yeah, that's different. If you're doing that, it's different. But if you're just choosing to do fasted cardio because you feel like it's going to help you, or choosing to work out, I know guys that just wake up like oh, I can't work out when I eat. They go squatting on an empty stomach first thing in the morning. Like oh, you have man. nothing in your stomach for like ten hours. That sucks. You're like yeah, I feel great. It's keeping me lean. Yeah, but I mean, just think how much better we, how better you'd feel if you had you know. Five eggs and you know some some berries and some yeah. you know a little bit of something before you went you'd feel a lot better. So definitely, I don't know, anybody out there that's watching, how do you feel about fasted cardio? Do you think it works? And have you done the same thing with a calorie deficit without doing fasted cardio? Yeah, because a lot of times people have been doing it. Oh yeah, I've been bodybuilding for twenty years. I've always done my fasted. Yeah, but have you always? You know, try different now. Mm -hmm. you, know, you might feel a lot better eating something before you go, mm -hmm. not burning everything mm -hmm. out. It's just mm -hmm. so many people now are doing this fasted, fasted, fasted. It's supposed to increase your gross hormone levels and this and that. If it really did all that, then I would never eat. This is true. <laughs> if this I could fast and increase and do all, I would never eat. Like, I would literally eat like an apple every day and be yeah. like, yeah, huge. You know, yeah, you're intermediate fasting. Listen, you're going to lose weight. So somebody who's intermediate fasting, yeah, it's a good thing to do. Look at, and here's a great example, right? Think of an Ethiopian, right? Remember those kids you see on the, the TV that want to send the money off to and how skinny they are? They don't eat. Yeah. They're not putting muscle on. Who cares if the IGF one's high if you're not being able to produce what you want? And that's usually to put lean muscle on, not take it off. If you want to be skinny, you don't eat. That's, it is what it is. And you'll be just like that. You'll be like a little Ethiopian if you yeah. If you want to gain muscle, you're going to have to put some sort of nutrients in your body. It doesn't mean you can't, like Drew said, you can go into a calorie deficit, but you should fuel, should fuel the car before you take it out on the road. Yeah, exactly. For sure, 100%. Yeah, I agree with that. Especially what John said with the, you know, with the Ethiopians or other places in Africa where you see them, they're all skinny and, and this and that. Those, they probably have the highest growth hormone levels of anybody in the world. But that doesn't mean that, and when you think of growth hormone levels, you think of why you want to have a high growth hormone right. level. Maybe it's an appearance thing. Maybe it's a feeling thing. But if you're literally starving and you have high growth hormone levels, it's literally pointless to have high growth right. hormone levels. Like right. It's absolutely pointless. Right. So, like, yeah. uh, it'll, it'll keep you lean, but it ain't going to yeah. do anything else. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't eat, you'll be lean too. Yeah. And then once you do start eating, now not only that, oh, the flip man. side of it, if, you, if you're fasting, 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 yeah. fasting, now once you do eat, now you're doing the flip. Now you're like a... You're like a polar, or you're like a bear hibernating yeah. in the winter. Now yeah. you're literally storing all that as fat because mm -hmm. you haven't ate for so long. Mm -hmm. So then it forces you not to eat. So it's like one day you're bloated, one day you're starving, one day, and it's yeah. just, it's, it's not good. Yeah. It's okay to carb cycle. Yeah. Right? But don't, it's okay don't, not even have carbs. Yeah, too. yeah, it's all right for that. You too. can have well, some right. eggs and some fruit, maybe, yeah, you know, maybe a little bit of, you know. That's definitely the way to go. For sure. I mean, that's what I do. Just protein. Something light. Even if you have four eggs, you know, four scrambled eggs. With maybe like half an apple, something in your stomach is going to help you. All right, uh, you're wow. not going to get fat. <laughs> All right. Do you ever recommend get... blood work to establish a baseline? Absolutely, for sure. Blood work is key to anything you guys are doing out there. Whether it's establish a baseline, seeing where you're at. If you're in the middle of doing something and something feels off, do blood work. Um, after whatever you you've been doing, make sure everything's okay. Blood work. I, I you know I, I definitely think that's definitely the way to go. What about keto and fasting for a short period to lose some fat? I don't really believe in keto at all. Sorry, um, you know I know. Listen, I know there's a lot of people that swear by it, um, but I just don't get it. Uh, I'm not going to put a whole bunch of fat and, and try to do that. Now there is a machine out there. It's a it's a breathing test 
that can tell if your body is burning off of carbohydrates or fats in your body, which I've done before. It's pretty cool. Um, but at that point, I'm not going to put like butter in my coffee and drink coffee. Like, yeah. it's just, I, I can't do it. If you're going to do fasting, I'll just do fasting. But I don't think keto and fasting, I don't think there's going to be a big upside to doing both. But maybe maybe it does. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't know because I don't do it. So And I don't really believe in it. So at that point, I'm a bad person to ask about it. Yeah, all these keto, fasting, and all these, I don't know. You just need to eat real whole food. Yes. That's, you know, quality foods, yes. not processed yes. foods. You drink a lot of water, get rest, basic stuff. Like, if you look at people back in the 50s and 60s, look at Times Square Manhattan videos. Everybody was in shape. Yep. They were eating bacon. Yep. They were eating steak, yep. eggs. There was no, like, stay away from this. Now we have every weight loss, processed. everything, sugar-free, sodium-free, non-GMO, and this gluten-free everything and then now everybody it seems like is overweight absolutely if you're in shape now it's like oh whoa it's it's rare (laughs) it is like it used to be like oh you know i mean for lack of a better term it used to be like when you're in school like oh the fat kid in my class it's bad to say that i mean i would never call the kid fat if you're fat i have no problems with you but i'm just saying from a standpoint of it used to be like oh the big kid or the big now it's like the skinny kid in yep, the class. Yep. You know? It is, dude. Now it's like 80% of the class is overweight. 75% is literally overweight. The teacher's overweight. So now it's like I'm seeing in schools, the only people that are really in shape are like the athletes. Yeah. Like the athletes are all in shape. And outside of the athletes, now it's really like it's even higher. Right. Like 80% of the school is out of shape if you don't include the athletes. Shit, some of the athletes I don't think are in shape. But yeah, yeah you're right. It is majority <laughs> yeah, yeah. of the athletes if they are. Yeah. Muscle by Meg. What's up, Megan? I hope all is well. All right. So, uh, Kaji Gus says, thank you for answering my questions. What do you think of creatine? We had a creatine question up there. Yes. I think creatine's great. I take uh, creatine twice a day. I take it in the morning, and I work out in the morning. So, I mix it in in with my... uh, my orange juice or whatever I'm drinking. But yeah, yeah. creatine's great. Yeah. Real creatine monohydrate. Yeah. I wouldn't do crealkaline. Yeah. If you look up crealkaline, it always has like higher this and that. But if you look at the studies, creatine, good old-fashioned creatine, creatine monohydrate's good. You only need about one scoop, which is usually five grams. Yeah. Then you could grams. do another another one scoop later on in the day. Um, I'm I'm doing a little more than like that right now just to see like what it does and see what the blood work looks like and all that. But uh Creatine's great. Uh, what, how do we all do, do we ask the doctor, when you call up here, just say, listen, I want to get blood work, the full male panel. It's 150 with a discount. All the tests are included. You don't have to give an insurance card. You don't owe any money after that. It's 150 for that. Um, you'll get all your blood work. Um, just start lifting again. I'm 51, and I'm only lifting once every four days just so I don't get hurt. It's a good way. Yeah. So we were talking about that, me and Drew. So yeah. it's okay, like, you know, take a day off. You know, in between, you know, workout, day off, workout, day off, you know, do the recovery process, you know, as, as far, yeah. you know, as we're getting older, we're getting older too, um, you know, it's it's better to be preventative. Yeah, this is the first time ever I've been doing every other day. I've been doing it for almost a month now, and yeah. I love it, and uh, he just said he just started again, so that means he's probably was hardcore, or, you know, not, not like hardcore, but you yeah. know really seriously into it back in the yep. day which means he has a good base so once every four days what i found too is if you work out less like i used to be like oh let me just shut it down my elbows hurt and i'll come back tomorrow yeah now i'm like there is no tomorrow yep. tomorrow i can't come back because i have to take the day off so yep. every four days that workout is going to be like that much more intense because you know after today i gotta wait another four days right so it's actually gonna I, I think it will benefit from it and if you have if you try not to get hurt for injuries, it's even better, too. Your recovery's going to be great. You're going to be stronger. 
Uh, my strength's finally coming back now after doing that. I didn't realize how strong I was because I'm always working out all the time. Yeah. So now every other day, it's like, okay, now I'm back to lifting heavy again, put out some videos for you guys and get crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, CW, bye. Thank you. You're welcome, man. Uh, all right, so... The next one was, if my creatinine level is 1.6, should I avoid eat, uh, taking creatine? So creatinine is not creatine, but creatinine is, uh, you know, when you're starting to look at the, the kidneys, you're talking about EGFRs and creatinine levels. Um, depending on what the blood test is, you know, as far as reference range, like I said, LabCorp, Quest, and there's other labs out there like Access and stuff that might have different reference ranges of where they're at. You need to see if that level is on the higher level. If it does say on the higher level, like there's an H or it's bolded per se, um, you want to start really drinking water and look at your EGFR. Then that would be your kidney functions and see where those levels are at too. Um, and see, like, is this your first blood test with a higher creatinine level? Um, and if it is, um, I would definitely start taking away everything out of the routine. And at that point, kind of going clean and then start from there and then blood test maybe in a week or two to see if those levels are improved. It might take about 30 days, but usually 15 days, two weeks is is about the time that I would test mine. Money Sign said, uh, are, are you talking about Mike Menser style training? Yeah, that's exactly. Uh, actually, Mike Menser's videos and stuff I've been studying on him is the reason why I'm doing every other day. He's a little bit less. He believes in training one body part like three times a month. But um, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He believes in doing one set workouts. One set. What? Where you go in there, you, you warm up, you go to the bench, you do one set. U ultimate failure. That's it. One wow. set of bench press. You go over there, do dips. You do one set. Heavy weighted, like one good set. Wow. So now, I'm not that extreme where I just do one set, but yeah, definitely time. All these years, I wish I would have just worked out like every other day the whole time or have like a two day on, one day off. Mm -hmm. It's like it's, it's so much better. You're not going to get smaller. You're not going to lose strength. Actually, you get stronger. So Yeah. All right, uh, T was 139. Been on test 200 milligrams a week for about six weeks. Still feeling sluggish. Should I increase? Uh, uh, Where'd you get your levels? Per week for about six weeks? Wow. All right, so yeah. So the, the first thing I would look at, Tim, is I would do a blood test looking at free and total testosterone levels and estradiol levels. If the estradiol is up, you're going to start feeling sluggish. Um, but 200 milligrams a week should really get you up, you know, to about a thousand per se, 900 right in there, you know, peaking probably about a thousand, 1100. But at that point, um, yeah, you should be good to go on that dose. You shouldn't have to increase on that dose. I would we, definitely look at the other things. Also, you said you're doing it for six weeks, 200 milligrams per week. Um, did you go through a medical provider? Is that is that doctor prescribed testosterone? Because if you bought that from elsewhere it might not even be testosterone yeah. so you might be just putting whatever oil or whatever into your body so yeah. that's another reason why you need to go through a medical provider because if you went like a lot of times people they don't want to spend money so they go get their blood work done just to find out where their levels are at and then they go buy testosterone that's fake and contaminated or whatever on the street mm -hmm. and then they start taking that and then they're like oh it's not working yeah because you didn't go through a medical provider because you didn't get real testosterone mm -hmm. so anytime i hear about someone taking testosterone for six weeks and they're not feeling anything chances are it's not dosed properly or not yeah, real testosterone sure. so, uh, i have never heard of someone going through an hrt clinic 
who actual medical provider and doing 200 milligrams for a month and a half and not I've never heard of no, that no usually you're going to get up and like I said yeah. there's something that's off I mean two or three weeks sometimes it takes a little bit longer yeah. sometimes people two weeks three but six weeks is like double the amount of time yeah. where it should be where this, you start noticing you need either way whether yeah. you got it from a provider or not you need to test your level to see where they're at and that's going to tell you that that's going to tell you that what, what's going on the truth for sure uh, Jay Kiff said downside of Metner's philosophy is that he died at 49 years old yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think what he died of, a heart attack? Or, or I'm not sure what he died of because, I, I mean, it's before my time, but I just, I've been watching his videos and studying his stuff and everything has been, everything has been helping. Even the bicep workout, how, like, I had so much pain in my biceps. He believes in this, this movement is the best for your biceps. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, the curl down. Uh, this pull down, reverse grip yeah. pull down. And the crazy thing is if you look at gymnasts, they have the best arms. That's all they're doing is that same movement. So I'm like, you know what? I don't even do, like, yeah, it's perfect. So he, he died of a heart complication. Heart complication, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, that's a big thing, man. You're you're right. You know, I mean, listen. But this could be attributed to other things that he might have been doing. Doesn't mean his philosophy was bad as far as training. Yeah. Um, all right. What's the best for lowering estradiol? So you're gonna want to look at uh, an astrazole is the main one we use here. Um, some people might need letrozole or romacin. Those are very like letrozole is a suicide AI. So it's just gonna kill it. And you don't want to do that either. You want to balance. Um, so at that point, you know, you can go grow some lean muscle tissue and uh, not feel bad and all dried out and feel like yeah. you know, your body's going to just break in half. Uh, also, tamoxifen is not as strong as the nastrozole, but it actually helps in a different way. Yeah, so that, that uh, targets the... target the actual nipple. Yeah. So a lot of guys, if they're having puffy nipples or sore nipples, what they do is they take more nastrozole, thinking that's going to have a problem, but yeah. you probably just don't even need that much. And the tamoxifen will actually... Make the nipple swelling go down, make the sensitivity go away. So you want to target the actual. Nastrozole is going to hit the estrogen over your whole body. Oh yeah. Whereas tamoxifen is going to target. Yeah, target breast, breast receptors. Yeah, breast receptors. Um, how do you find a provider? So you guys can call or text us seven two seven three eight nine three two two zero. We'll be happy to help you guys out. No problem. Can you take testosterone if you're a diabetic? Absolutely, 110%. And you want to make sure that your sugar levels, your glucose levels are under control. So if you're type 2 or type 1, making sure the hemoglobin A1C is in check. But you can absolutely take testosterone with no problems or complications. We have a lot of people that are diabetics. Some were type 2 diabetics, and it can actually help improve sugar levels um, and help with insulin resistance to a certain extent. And you can actually possibly turn this around too as well. If I'm on 250 milligrams of cypionate weekly and all my blood work comes back in the ranges of the lab, is there a reason to have a clinic? Well, that's totally up to you. I mean, you've got to monitor, plus you got to make sure the medications you're getting are going to be consistent. And the other flip side of this is if you are in the United States, it is a controlled substance. So if they do catch you with it, it is a felony. So it's something like, listen, if you're traveling, like I'm going to go from Florida to, let's say, New York or Chicago or somewhere else, and I go through TSA and they happen to say something about the bottles, um, they're going to be like, all right, well, where's your prescription of this? And if you can't supply a prescription to that, they're going to be like, all right, well, you're under arrest. I've seen people get arrested for this um, quite a few times, actually. And, you know, people always think they, they talk about it so much on the Internet and it's so desensitized that yeah. people just like, it, it, yeah. it, it's, not, it's not illegal, right? It's, it's, not, it's just testosterone. Not only that, it doesn't impair your ability, too. So a lot of times people think, as long as I'm not going to take this drug and get high, yeah. then it's not a drug. True, you know? so true. You could take 
half a bottle of testosterone. Don't ever do that. But I'm just saying you could take that and you're not going to get high. Yeah. You know, I mean, your yeah. levels are going to be out of whack. You're going to feel yeah. like crap yeah. the next couple of days. But I'm just saying, like, people, even certain drugs for, uh, yeah. it could be anything, uh, fertility, it could be um, ED drugs, any type of thing. Just because it doesn't make you high, you got to be careful. You yeah. get pulled over with it, or yeah. just like John said. That's the only thing, I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, have, have a have a bottle of test sipinase sitting in your cup holder in yeah, your truck, thinking yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Not only is the sun damaging it, but it's like uh, I've seen so many people do crazy stuff, like crazy stuff for sure. Like they go through all these lengths just to ship their testosterone <laughs> when they could just go get a prescription and not have to worry. A lot easier for sure. Like yeah, I'm gonna get a vitamin E bottle and I'm gonna do this. I'm like man, and then you're gonna go to jail when they catch you. So yeah. It's like, it's, <laughs> Uh, Vakari says, I don't fly. Uh, true, I'm not knocking what you guys do. I, I didn't think you were knocking it for sure. And it is a good question. Um, there's a lot of people out there that are probably doing their own thing. At least you're getting blood work to see what's going on. So that's the best thing you could possibly do with that, that thing. Uh, and if anything goes wrong, at least you have the blood work and you can kind of go to a provider then and hopefully get worked out and see what's going on. Uh, F. F uh, I'm not sure the name. The F same Carl. guy said he goes through life extensions yeah. and they have a doctor call for free. To go over the results. Yeah, we do the same thing here too. Our medical providers are going to call you, go over everything with you. Um, so yeah. Um, all right. So what about a clomiphene citrate, 25 micrograms? It should be 25 milligrams. Um, I would I would say listen, 50 milligrams works a lot better than 25 milligrams. We started patients on 25 milligrams for back therapy for testosterone replacement therapy, and um, it, it it just wasn't as good. Like when they were taking ATG, like they felt kind of off. Still, they like they didn't feel as good. When they bumped them up to the 50 milligrams, they felt a lot better. Now, some patients felt all right on 25 milligrams, but uh, some didn't. And that's where you have to go up to 50 milligrams. It really depends on the patient, what's going on, how the numbers look, and how they feel. Yeah, and also, too, in clomiphene, people don't talk about that much, but it will increase your sex drive. Oh, for sure. I mean, if your testosterone is going up, then it's going to increase your sex drive. So people always think of levels and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, if, you're, if your sex drive is low and you yeah. come get your blood work done and you don't want to take HRT for whatever reason, yeah. Yeah. you can still take clomiphene by itself. You're yeah. still going to get the benefits. It's still going to bring your blood levels up, um, your testosterone levels up, and it's going to make you feel better and it's going to make you have a higher sex drive, too. Absolutely. So throw that in with some PT-141 and you'll be ready to go. Yeah, so we didn't really get to talk about PT-141. Let's bring it up real quick because I think it's going to be great. Hold not law, what's going on? How you doing, brother? Uh, so, Seth Jordan, how you doing? All right, so PT-141. Let's talk about it real quick because this is a game changer, 100%, and it's FDA approved. So, PT-141 is another peptide, bromelanotide. Um, so, with this, this is the sequence of MT2, so melanotan 2. It's a sequence of that taken out. Now, melanotan 2 was getting studied and it was good because it was supposed to be able to help people tan, um, darken their skin easily without a lot of sun exposure. Now, the other side effect of that was the erections. Um, uncontrollable. Yeah, so uncontrolled erections. But yeah. what they really found was is that it works a little bit different than your average ED medications. So erectile dysfunction medications are usually made for men, but females can use them too. They work by vasodilation, increasing blood flow down to the extremities for erections for guys and sensitivity for the, the, the levels down low for them. Uh, but PT-141 works differently. It works on the central nervous system, increasing dopamine. So mood and desire increase, true libido effect, that want to go get it. Yeah. So not just being able to perform, wanting to perform. Wanting to perform, yeah. right? And, you know, it was FDA approved for female libido enhancement. But it works on the males the exact same way. And females and males work. Central nervous system, increasing desire and mood, wanting to have sexual relations. 
But for females, HSDD, hyposexual desire disorder, is what a lot of females suffer from, and this was to treat that. Um, but really, really cool. And this does not require blood work, and it does come in oral form and injection. The injections, the FDA-approved form of it, um, and injections do work a little bit better, and you only have to maintenance injection, so one to two times a week, mm. and you never have to worry about ever having to take it 45 minutes beforehand or, yeah. you know, oh, shit. You don't have, have to worry about she changed her mind. It's going to be Tuesday, not Friday. This is true. Your money. This is true. So, <laughs> uh, you know, th this is definitely the way to go, 100%. You know, if, if you're looking for libido enhancement for males or females, um, true libido enhancement, not just erections, uh, or for females with sensitivity down low, but truly, truly want to get into the mood, this is going to be the one. It's great for couples to be able to use together. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, that, Valentine's that's Valentine's Day, anniversary, something like Man, that. Yeah. good weekend. You don't have the kids or you got a babysitter or whatever or you're taking a weekend away. This is definitely a good one to, you know, up the pleasure satisfaction. You guys might have good relations already, but, man, why can't you just take it up a notch like anything else and be as optimal as possible? Yeah. You know, that's really, really good. So, guys, if you're interested in this, all you have to do is fill out the new patient paperwork, see our medical provider via telemedicine or in an office, call or text 727-389-3220 about PT-141. Last thing I'll say about PT-141, too, is this, you're not going to become dependent on it. And if you don't need it, you can still take it. So in other words, just because you don't have ED, erectile dysfunction, doesn't mean that you can't take this and benefit. And if you take this and you're using it and all of a sudden you stop, you're still going to be able to yeah. perform and all that. So yeah. it's not something like, oh, I, I want to start taking because I always hear about people talk about Cialis and yep. Viagra. I want to take it, but I don't want to take it because then I'm always going to have to take it. Right. You're not going to always have to take PT-141. It's no. going to enhance whatever you're doing. Right. Um, you can stop whatever you want. You can start whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, that's something you don't have to. I mean, you don't have to keep taking it. You can take it whenever you want. Yeah. It's gonna work. You can take it thirty, forty, five minutes every time. Yeah. Keep it in the fifth pocket every time you leave the house. It's yeah. a kuna matata. No worries. Yeah, man. I mean, at that point, yeah. If you if you do the maintenance right. injections, you'll never have to worry about it ever. So yeah. you'll just be on your way and rocking and rolling whenever you want to. Mm -hmm. um, question by Baby on here: If you had to choose your only one, Ipromorelin or CJC, and can you elaborate, please? All right. So I would. We will offer it together, so we don't even separate them. We do offer ipromorelin by itself, I guess, but if you're going to get it, why not get both of them? Because they're going to work synergistically together. I mean, it's the exact same price, too, so there's really no downside to getting both together. Um, if I had to pick one or the other... Kimbo Slow got another Kimbo Slice. By CJC. <laughs> yeah, Kimbo. A lot, of, a lot of Kimbos. A lot of Kimbos. Why today. does that look like Kimbo Slice? I don't know. Uh, Reincarnated. We, we got a lot of Kimbo Slice <laughs> people today. <laughs> Shout out to Kimbo. Yeah. Uh, the VA said I'm low but normal limit. I've asked for testosterone so I don't feel sluggish denied. Yep, that's what's going to happen when you go to a general practitioner, the VA. Um, normal range, I'll say, for LabCorp, uh, 264 to 916. If you're 264, 265, you're normal. They're not going to prescribe it to you. You're at the bottom of the barrel. You have all the symptoms, and they're not going to do it. That's why Type Medical Center is here. We do not believe in that. Uh, we want to make sure that you're optimal. You know, so if you're on the bottom of the barrel, you're not feeling good, that's not a good way to live. That's horrible quality of life. Yeah. Um, and we can help you out. So all you have to do is call or text us, and we'll take care of you. Matthew's asking how many cheat meals, refills you recommend on a cut for someone who isn't competing. Uh, I don't recommend any cheat meals. Refeed, meaning more carbs, more calories that you need, maybe. 
Mm-hmm. But I really recommend cheat meals. Is, um, if you're a younger too, I'm not sure how old you are. The younger you are, if you could avoid cheat meals now, set you up to eat clean all the time. You yeah. know, like, like me and John, we eat clean yeah. pretty much all the time. So yeah. if, if the less cheat meals you have, refeeds, yeah, even carbs and all that. But yeah, for sure. Um, depending on your metabolism and your in, in too, I, I could do high carb and stay lean. Mm-hmm. I have clients that as soon as they touch carbs, they get all watery yeah. and gain fat. So yeah. dependent for everybody. But uh, cheat meals, I would never recommend cheat meal. I don't like the word cheat meal. Yeah. I'll look at like a reward meal. Call it a reward meal. Right. If you've been if you've been going hard and you're leaning out too fast, then you could have a little bit more food than you're than you're already eating. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to change up your food. Like in other words, if you're normally just doing a half a cup of rice and you know some steak or some potatoes or whatever, now your refeed is going to be two cups of rice with double the steak and more potatoes. So now you're just mm-hmm. getting more calories of the same food. People have a problem. They do cheat meals. It offsets their system, offsets their digestive stuff, and it just it goes to it goes to a mess. I have clients right now doing off-season programs, and even they don't get cheat meals. I mean, they get more calories and more sodium and stuff, but even they don't get cheat meals. Yeah, Matthew said his is uh, chipotle, I believe, right? Chipotle. Chipotle and a fat bowl of yogurt. Yeah, so I mean, this, this that's not even a bad. I that's mean, not bad. Yeah, that's good. If that's the worst, and that's what you call cheat meal, you're you're fine. I mean, even for me. Um, and user six, he's commenting out here. We're not, we're not nutritionists or dietitians, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we've never, we've never said that, so we're not asking that. And you know what? We do have a lot of life experience for sure, and a lot of experience in this, uh, this field. So, uh, like to see what you look like because you're on a, you know, it looks like a, a one-time profile, and no picture. Yeah. So you, you can just, yeah, you can just, yeah, you can see you later. Another thing too is what was the other guy who was saying that peanut butter and granola? If you could scroll up right, real quick, yeah, hold on one second, let him do that. Yeah. So yeah, for me, like my cheat meal per se per week, and I don't like to use that term either. Uh, but I, I get a hamburger, a homemade hamburger. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, Matt. Like, if you if you yeah. have, you could have if if you want to clean up that cheat meal, you could actually just make the chipotle. Like instead of words, say if you do like rice, chicken, uh, beans, whatever, get the rice, chicken, beans. You can cook it how you want it. Um, and then the yogurt, you know, get the cleanest yogurt you can get, get the cleanest peanut butter, cleanest granola, cleanest honey, and you could just actually do it yourself. That's the next step up to get even cleaner because Chipotle tastes good and it seems like it's healthy, but it's loaded with sodium. If you look at the nutrition facts on it, it's almost some of the stuff is bad as fast food. So Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, all right, so Dwight Howard asks, are you all online or have a brick and mortar? Guys, we, and, and, and going back to Mr. User here, so why should people listen to you? You have no education background in it. So we do have a background in it, and uh, we've been doing Type Medical Center. Next week will be 11 years. So at that point, I've got more experience than probably you and a lot of people out there in getting people where they need to be, result-wise, therapy-wise. I mean, obviously, nutrition-wise, I mean, listen, I'm not a nutrition or dietitian. I don't write nutrition plans for anybody out there. But if people ask me what it is, I definitely know what to tell them. Um, and at that point, 10,000 square foot facility here, multi-million dollar state dollar facility. So guys, come on down to Tampa and see it. If you don't believe me, look at some of the videos. I'm sure we've got some online detailing and showing you guys in here. I know they flew a drone through the whole location yeah. to show you how big it was around here. Cause you know, there's a lot of places that are just online and they yeah. suck. No, we definitely have a big, <laughs> big, we have the whole block that goes from one yeah. street to the next. Yeah. I mean, you know, so it is what it is. We got a five-minute warning, guys. Five minutes. All right. Um, all right. So I'm diabetic and just heart attack number two. Oh, my God. So definitely got to get on to the cardiovascular uh, training here, and you definitely need to really get on the nutrition and make sure your glucose levels are dialed in for sure before you do anything else. 
Um, that's definitely what I would do for sure. All right. Um, you want to do a topic here? You got another question? Yeah, sure. You want to do a topic? You can do a co- you want to do a topic? We can do a topic. There's no right. questions. All right. So let's talk about Costco. Costco is selling gold bars, and they're selling out within hours. You know, a lot of people are looking for different ways to place their money. Um, obviously, with the banks doing what they've done, and some went down. Um, crypto hit the hit the toilet. Um, stock market, same thing. You don't know what's good, what's not good, but. Costco is now offering gold bars. And you know what? Gold has always been a go-to. Gold, silver, platinum. Um, You know, some of these precious metals have been the way to invest. But gold, on top of all of them, has always been the highest return. So gold is uh, getting sold there. And they've sold two kinds of bars. And uh, at that point, they're selling the bars for $1,975 and like $1,950. It's $1,975 and $1,950. And that's for one ounce of gold. And one ounce of gold is going right now for $1,850. So they have a little bit of markup on it. they got to make some money on it. Um, but this is pretty cool. So you can buy your own gold bars and you can take them home and put them in, you know. Yeah. You, you know, put them in a safe. Put them in a safe and let, let, it, let them uh, your get, make money off of them. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean. Be a good, good gift, too, to give to somebody, like a younger kid or like a graduation gift to a kid. For sure. So that way, you know, he, later on down the line, he can make money off of it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, listen, that's definitely what you want to do, for sure. I mean, put it away, have something, but this might be something you might want to look into is buying gold. And Costco is selling out within hours. So they're 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 getting them putting them online and then people are buying them that quick. I mean, this is definitely uh, a, like I said, it looks like this. a really really yeah, good go to. Yeah. I'll try to get one. Yeah. I'll try to see when they do the next one. I'll buy one and I'll kind of show you guys what it is. Yeah. Um, I think it would be cool. I'm gonna buy one and put it on a chain, just the whole bar, yeah. just hanging on the chain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, John Cheney, I'm 58, had a Tesla of 262. Now now around 900, and feeling great. That's exactly where you want to be. Yeah. You know, it's you're, you're not super physiological. You're not overboard on the numbers, man. But you're within your prime number of where you want to be at. We got two minutes. Okay, John. What were your? How much? Uh, how did you get your levels to 900? For people that are watching, like that, this is good news because they feel like they're. You know, a lot of times we get people saying, "How did you get to that 900? Was it was it HRT? Was it you know? How did you get to that? Did 900? you do 200 milligrams of testosterone a week, and were you taking yeah. aromatized inhibitors like blockers or anything like that? Basically, what I, only thing I'm, I mean, I pretty much know the answer, but I just want people to hear that. Yeah, all it takes is 100 to 200 milligrams a week to get you up to optimal levels. Yeah. Uh, Kansas, no weights, just cardio. Well, that's good. I mean, you could definitely incorporate a little bit of weight training. I think it would be good too. Um, you know, really lightweight, right? I mean, maybe you're 10 pounds, five pounds, or even body weight lifts yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, you're starting somewhere. So, all right, guys, that's going to be it. We got to shut this bad boy down. We appreciate you guys. Titan Lifestyle every Friday with Big Drew, 2 p.m. And uh, we're here to answer all your questions. So please join us next Friday. We'll be here. Me and Big Drew will be just me and you here. Yeah, just me and you. That's it. As always, the yin and the yang will be back 2 p.m. Eastern time every week. Titan Lifestyle. If you guys aren't subscribed to our YouTube, make sure you hit the bell so you're subscribed and notified of videos like this. Check us out on the podcast, Instagram, TikTok, and also Facebook. We'll see you next week. Titan Lifestyle. Later, guys.